from the Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 189. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. This is a two-hour episode where we try to teach you something new. Love it. Today's topic is from Corey Cotney. Love it. Mm -hmm. What is it? Uh, The first one will be maturity in the workplace. Yep. And the second one is a job versus a career. Love it. Mm-hmm. I love it too. Just got done <clears throat> running a marathon relay. Sean, this is not a talk episode. I don't give a shit. All right. It's my damn podcast. I can do what I want. I think it says tutors, not Sean Tudor. I give a shit. All right. Um, ran a relay. It was fun. Yeah, you ran 6.5 miles. 6.9, baby. Nice. With a... Uh, Best leg. Kyle, Katie, Shelly. Mm-hmm. It was fun. That's good. I ran it with Brooke. Mm-hmm. First leg. Side by side. Mm-hmm. The whole way. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. A duo, we call each other. Oh, yeah, you two are. Yeah. Team. Mm-hmm. Well, no, Not you two really. were against each other. We were against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, enemies. Um, frenemies. Frenemies. Love it. What do they say? Keep your enemies closer and your... Frenemies. No. Keep your friends close, your frenemies closer. I think it's keep your friends close and your enemies even closer. Yeah, yeah. Not frenemies. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah. That's what Sean did this morning. And so, our relay team won mm, against theirs. Yep, and I meal prepped. Yep. So, yep. That's what I mean for. There's a hair flying on my mic. I don't know if I'm going to get it. Okay. So, maturity in the workplace. Sure. Let's start with that. All right. There's a time and place for everything. I agree. Um, one, I would say, definitely know your crowd. Yes. Two, I mean, there is a time and place. I think those are the main two things. Know who you're talking to and when. Yes. Who you're talking to when. And I would say the environment the environment to your workplace. Yeah. Like, when I worked at Yankee Candle, that was not, like, a place to be immature at all. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just my coworkers were very professional. They had been in um, that kind of industry their whole lives and took their jobs. Like, their jobs were careers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, I mean, they're both in their 50s, 60s, so. Right. I'm not going to talk about me going out and partying the night before to them. And I would say another thing to consider is your rank in that company. That's true, yeah. That Um, is a big, big thing. Yeah. Because, like, I, yeah, I've noticed this. Sometimes, like, so as a manager, Mm -hmm. as a manager, you want to like get along with your lower line but if you're too immature they lose respect Mm -hmm. and it looks bad Mm -hmm. and so you almost have to because i've definitely done that i've definitely like played into the like employees game be too close to employees and shit it's like like friends and joking and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and you almost can't yeah that was i i'm guessing we're thinking of the same business um, they get stable living. It was so weird for me because they all saw me as such a higher up that like they would not joke with me. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like such a weird thing, like going from Gold Star to Stable Living because sure. everyone was like, everyone was friends at Gold Star, even that like the managers would joke with the employees. Like it was just such a tight knit group there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going to Stable Living and it was, I mean, we hired a lot of people after I started. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the new people looked at me so high up that like, it, like I couldn't become friends with them. I mean, I could have if I really tried, but you could tell it was like really weird for them. Like, yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, and then I guess my part is that I was actually friends with quite a bit of people we hired, mm-hmm. and so like that friend thing was like I would like joke and stuff with them, so it wouldn't be as serious. Yeah, and looking back on that, it it should. It should have been like mature in the workplace, friends outside of the workplace yeah, is for what sure. it needed to be. And I didn't do that all the time. I would just like joke with the friends, chat with, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like thinking back on that or like reviewing that, yeah, you have to like have that separation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because most of them never had seen me like how I was outside of work. Right. Because I was, I mean, I was, I'm pretty strict and serious while at work. Mm-hmm. And then we went out to the bars with one of, with the, oh, actually a whole bunch of them. It was one of their birthdays. And, like, they all seemed very weird that I was out partying. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, it's, uh, so that, okay, so, yeah, that's a little, that's, like, yeah, the same line of things. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. depending on your position, depends on how you have to act. And that's why, actually, in the military, they try, try to promote you out of the company you're in. Oh, yeah, we discussed this. This makes sense. Yeah, so, like, if you were not a leader and you were just, like, a Joe, so, like, an E1 to an E4, at least in the in the Army, the National Guard, E1 to E4, before you get your E5, your sergeant, they try to promote you out of the company mm-hmm. because you just were buddy-buddy with half the company. Right. And so getting your 5 is getting your sergeants hard for them to take you serious and then you also like have, have that stri- strictness and authority and that like over them right yeah um and so you look yeah you got to look at that kind of in your like workplace right it's mm-hmm. like what's your position and if you have that you almost have to be more mature you can't fuck off with the boys right. as much i um because that was something that was uh I have a good balance with it at Gold Star, again. Because um, a lot of the guys that I joke with, like, they were there before I left and then still there. Sure. So I can still joke with them and we can be really immature, even though now I'm a manager. Um, but it's like, they know when there's the time and place for it. Mm-hmm. So if we're having, like, actual work discussions and mm-hmm. serious things, like, they don't do it then. Right. Um but they do know that they can come and, like, still joke with me about sure. shit like that. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, you do have to be able to play both sides, especially in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, Go ahead. time and place mm-hmm. is, like, in a professional sense, if you're having, like, a meeting, stuff like that, mm. you should be mature. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, time and place, like, depending on who's around. Yeah. Like our customers around, our employees around, mm. or not employees, uh, customers or owners or management, like who's around. Yeah. Like that. So time and place. And then the who. And the who 
all come into play. So, mm-hmm. like, depending on what situation you're in, yeah. time, whatever. All that shit plays so much into being mature. Yeah. Now, do you have anything to add on that? Um, I mean, I work in a warehouse setting. So, like, when I'm doing my warehouse duties, that's when I'm, like, whatever. Come joke with me as much as you want. Sure. Um, but, yeah, when I do have to have, like, management meetings and meetings with my employees and stuff like that, I am way more serious and don't usually do them. Don't usually joke around or let my employees joke around. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I would say. Also, we don't have customers come in. Like, right. we, the only people we have to be um, cautious of or whatever is like, obviously know your crowd. So if there are employees around that wouldn't like that type of joking or that mm-hmm. you don't know them close enough that they would be like creeped out by it, obviously don't be immature around them and then like the owners and the hr are mm-hmm. the two other people um some managers i feel comfortable with uh joking around being a little more immature with them but for the most part i keep it pretty pro- professional between all the managers yeah um yeah it just obviously depends on like what we're talking about and stuff like that mm-hmm. yep so with that another thing is <clears throat> Your so there's some people that are just too immature for most workplaces. Yeah. And whether they're trying to be funny, they're trying to do whatever, get people to like like them or laugh at them, whatever. They're too immature, maybe too inappropriate, whatever, that makes other people like uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And most of those most of the time those people are too oblivious to notice that. Yeah. But there is a level of too immature, and as a manager, you pretty much need to correct that. Yeah. It is interesting, though, because, like, I have seen it at times where people will be uncomfortable with it, but they won't say anything, and then they don't say anything to their manager, and then they just go straight to HR with it. Dude. And it's just like, okay, so you made this issue way bigger than it needed to be. By if you would have just gone up to your manager and been like, "Hey, I'm very uncomfortable with this," or to the person at first, and be like, "Hey, like I'm I'm just uncomfortable with this. Like, can you not do that in front of me?" A lot of people are very understanding. Yes, one hundred. And so, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into this on like I'm gonna go into this on like um your setting of work type, right? Yeah. So like, if you're working a blue collar job. And it's just like the guys around, mm-hmm. um, guys, girls, whatever. You can usually be more immature. Mm-hmm. If you're in a white collar setting, oh, office yeah. setting, completely different. You you have to you have to like fit into the role. So you have to be buttoned up. You have to be serious. All that mm-hmm. shit. And that's absolutely true. There's a there's a situation where at a machine like when I worked at a machine shop, and all the guys like all the guys like shared memes Mm -hmm. right and so we're sitting there having lunch a new guy joined cool guy joked nothing whatever and we're all passing around memes right and Mm -hmm. some of them were inappropriate yeah but like that's like that for our culture that was like acceptable right yeah so we pass around everyone laughing stuff like that good deal that the individual instead of coming to me goes to someone else and says like oh if like if Sean shows memes like that 
I can't work here. And the guy's just like, bro, he didn't mean it. He just like, we all shared that. His just happened to be like a more inappropriate one, right? Mm-hmm. Which if it was on any other day, one of the other dudes would have had an inappropriate one, right? Right, yeah. Um, it just happened to be me. And so I just went up to the dude and I'm like, hey, like, hey dude, you could have just came to me. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it ain't no thing. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. My bad. Didn't know it offended you. Maybe he's a little religious or, you know, whatever his, whatever his feeling is behind it. And there, there ain't nothing to it. Yeah. But that's exactly right. And dude, people, it's like reading the four agreements. So being impeccable with your word, right, mm-hmm. is one. Um, what's number two? Why did I forget? Be impeccable with your word. And then, my God. Here's, here's the phone. Yeah. Anyways, the third one is making assumptions. Yeah. Um, so don't make assumptions. So many people in this day and age assume and tell themselves a lie about how somebody's going to act or what somebody's going to say. And people are so afraid to go talk to somebody. What is it? It's it, um, I keep messing with stuff. Uh, don't take anything personally. Don't take anything personally. Two, okay, so don't take anything personally and then don't make assumptions. Yeah. That people really need to get better at this. And like, this is something I got to work on hugely. Uh, yeah. But... If somebody did something you did not like, you should go tell them mm-hmm. and not like assume, don't, don't have any assumptions of what they're going to say. Don't take what they said personally, mm-hmm. because guess what, dude? I had no idea. And I was like, had you told me, it never happened again. Right. You know, apologize for it, whatever. I know. And guess what? It never did happen again after it went through people to get to me yeah but it shouldn't have to go through people that's the that's the like power of gossip that's why gossiping is so bad i think that's more immature than like what you initially did oh 100 percent. i 100 mm. percent. Mm. like it, it's you're being a child by going like snitching pretty much instead yep. of just going to the person directly and being like hey man i just really don't like that like that's the mature thing to do 100 percent. and do it in like you said like in a way where you're not, you didn't take it personally. Yep. Just like calm, chill. You don't, you're not making assumptions of how they're going to react because as soon as you come in, like forcefully, like, yeah. yo, bro, what the fuck? I didn't appreciate that. Right. Like, no, that's going to obviously just cause the other person to clap back at you. Right. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think we've just, beca- I think we've gotten so far from reality and people are so disconnected and, Another thing, people do not do personal development work. No, they Zero. don't. People do not do personal development work, and we really need to. People mm-hmm. need to. And so the immaturity thing, the number one is gossip. Yeah. I would say the number one immaturity thing is gossip. Ryan and I have actually like had to fire people for that. Yeah. For just like constantly spreading lies, rumors, all sorts of thing, and we're like, you are ruining company culture. You are blatantly making lies. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. We're hearing it through multiple sources mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And um, those type of people, that gossiping is the most immature thing. And you have to, like, you, we tried correcting it. Mm-hmm. You know, we tried correcting it multiple times with 
multiple different people never didn't work you get rid of them yeah you have to so yeah i would say gossiping is like the most immature thing in the workplace mm-hmm. 100% and there's a massive difference between gossiping and going to like the person so like gossiping is essentially telling everybody around you about everyone you can some sort of thing that happened sing, or thing that happened or exaggerated thing that happened mm-hmm. or a blatant lie mm-hmm. to other people to like stir up that pot mm-hmm. and get cause drama yeah and usually it's it's something about someone else within the workplace or right the circle or whatever where number one you should just go talk to that person mm-hmm. if you are incapable of talking to that person then you go to their direct manager right and then that's it. It's solved. It's done. It's over. Mm-hmm. Like, then they get talked to. Right. But keep keep in mind that incapable. So, like, that's, like, if you tried and it didn't, like, work or, like, whatever. Like, make sure you at least attempt or yeah. try yep. to talk to them before you go to their higher up. 100%. I, I agree 100%. So, no. dude, in a workplace... It's not unless you're hiring or you have terrible employees. It's not like you're getting in a fight. You're right, exactly. It'll be a discussion, and that's that. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're not taking things personally, right? It should only be a discussion. Now, if you have a bad egg and they blow up, or probably shouldn't be there in the first. Then, place. then that would be when you go to a higher up, mm-hmm. and that would get that person removed. Yep. So, ah, uh, yeah, I think rap. Wrapping up maturity in the workplace, what do you got? Um, I just, obviously, like, pay attention to what your setting is. So are you blue-collar work, white-collar work? Um, who is around you? Is there customers around you? Mm-hmm. Are the owners around you? Are there, like, uh, I guess other businesses would be customers probably mm-hmm. most for the most part. Um, and then, like, the other employees around you. Is it a manager from a different department that mm-hmm. has no clue who you are? Uh, is it... I mean, maybe there's one girl in a group of eight guys or whatever, and maybe she doesn't want to listen to all the guys talk about banging Betty down the street. That's true. Yeah. Um, so make sure you're conscious of who is around you when you're being immature. And, like, if you do have customers coming in and out, if you're at that type of workplace, you're probably going to not want to be immature too often. Yeah, unless maybe in the break room. Right. Yeah. Some place where a customer's not going to go in. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, be very conscious of who you, like, who you're around. Um, and even, like, ask, if it's a new person in the group, like, ask them, like, hey, man, like, we like to share some obscene memes. Is it okay? Like, do you want to yeah. look at them too? Or, like, if that, not, that's fine. Yeah, that's honest. That's what, like, I've, like, I thought back over that situation. Uh, like, I did that years ago. Mm-hmm. I thought, and I was like, yeah, I should have asked the guy, like, hey, do you, like, you cool with looking at memes that are pretty brash right you know stuff like that right um but meme culture is dead anyway so it doesn't even matter yeah exactly uh and then yeah time and place obviously like if you're on your break break time that's probably an okay time Mm -hmm. as long as the people around you are cool with it um but obviously don't be immature for six hours out of your eight hour work day you're probably not getting a whole lot shit done no Mm -mm. um yeah and then lastly 
gossiping drama yeah. is the worst type of immaturity. Yeah, it's the worst. I think snitching's after that. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I got on maturity. Love it. Love it, love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty... I, I can do both depending on who I'm around, so... Right. Yep. Mm. Adapting to the surroundings. Yeah. Um. Cool. So then uh, career versus a job. Love it. Ooh, do you want me to look this up again? Or not really? Mm, you can if you want. You can tell the description. Um... Do, do, do. The one thing that I really liked that I told Sean. Oh, this is on Indeed even. Mm. Um, is that a job is a work you perform to earn money to support your basic needs. It can be full-time or part-time and may be short-term. You might earn an hourly wage or a set paycheck rather than a, rather than a salary with benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, you might need to learn certain skills connected with the role, but not all jobs require a specialized degree or advanced training. And then a career is a long-term professional journey you may determine based on your passions. It is the path you embark upon to fulfill your professional goals and ambitions. You may require a certain level of education or training to achieve these goals. Individuals pursuing careers often have set salaries with benefits such as stock options, retirement plans, pensions, and bonuses. They also gain benefits beyond money such as personal pride, work satisfaction, satisfaction, and self-worth. That's what I got as definitions. Love it. Um, that's what we were kind of discussing this a little bit beforehand. I, I'd like how, I feel like most of my jobs that I have, you don't get a whole lot of those extra benefits. Um, I mean, I had one job that gave me PTO. Um, and if you were like a manager or, uh, like an assistant manager, you would get benefits and stuff. But like I was saying earlier, like I had two managers that it was their career was to be. A retail manager, which actually some places require degree now to be a manager of like a store or mm. like quite a bit of experience. Yeah. So what I would say with the job mm-hmm. versus this was my kind of thought. A job is something that doesn't typically require much skill. Mm-hmm. It's easy to train in. Mm-hmm. You're highly replaceable. Yeah. Um, you're there to fill your body. Mm-hmm. Is a job. Yeah. A career is like a skilled person who continually develops, like yeah. gets more developed, more skilled, um, typically trying to work their way up the ladder. So, and you could even, that could be in blue collar work. You start out as a laborer in construction. Mm-hmm. You work your way up to like a lead or a foreman. Yeah. Then you work your way up to a project manager. And then you could work your way up from a project manager to like, I don't know what the fuck goes they're like overseeing yeah something the project managers right mm-hmm. so like when you look at that like when when i think of a career i'm thinking of something that has something you can keep growing up into mm-hmm. something that is like takes skill and time mm-hmm. um because i knew i knew a gentleman he was one of my teachers uh, one of my professors what do they call him instructors one of my instructors in college he Mm -hmm. taught uh intro business management at cvtc i will actually say it was one of the probably top eight classes i took yeah in my college experience was this dude's and it was his first semester teaching oh wow smart guy uh tim stone and he made a career out of mcdonald's so he started out with a job at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. 
as just a regular like fry cook or whatever, right? Yeah. He worked his way up to like a line leader and then worked his way up to like an assistant manager or something, right? Mm-hmm. And he realized, I like McDonald's. I like the, he liked the like structure of it and everything. So he went to school to become a manager. Oh, nice. Worked his way up to a regional manager and he was managing a bunch of McDonald's in the areas. Mm-hmm. That's a career. He reached career status. Yeah. Once he decided, once he was like an assistant manager, manager, and he decided, I kind of like this gig. I'm going to go to school. Mm -hmm. I'm going to expand my knowledge and skill set, and I'm going to run a bunch of these. Yeah. And then he went from there to he started, then then he went from there and he went and he started managing a bank, was a branch manager. Oh, that's cool. Yep. And then I know he started instructing, and I'm not sure where he's at now, but- he made managing a career. Yeah. And so he started out as a job, but then built it into a career. And that's like the cool thing is most businesses will have both. Yes. So like Yankee Candle, my position was a job. But like the store manager and the first assistant manager or assistant manager, mm-hmm. um, those were careers. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's like the the neat thing is most places like you can start off as a job and then you can work your way up and then learn extra skills. To... Aldi was like that too. Aldi's yeah. like that too. Yeah. Keep going. Um, so then you can eventually make that a career if you really care for the company and mm-hmm. stuff. Because um, Menards does like some, you can do some like training courses to become a manager, can't you? Well, you, you do have to get a management degree. But yeah, Menards, yeah, I should... I sh- so many companies have that. So yeah. many bigger scale companies have that. You start out as like a job, work your way up to like a supervisor, and then you could be like maybe a manager, mm-hmm. maybe. And then they're like, hey, bro, to move up from here. You need a degree. You need something. a degree. Yeah. Which is, I don't think, you've seen this at your work, and I've seen this throughout owning companies and shit mm-hmm. and like working with other people. I am not pro-college. Yeah, no. I am pro-education. Yep. And people don't self-educate typically. I would say the people that self-educate is less than a 1%. Yeah. Of a 1%. Yep. I don't, like, I don't know many people self-educating. I don't. I agree. And, And so what I mean by that is like, I am not a huge fan of college. What I am a huge fan of is learning techniques on how to manage, mm-hmm. how to write better, mm-hmm. how to how to talk, how to give speeches. Yeah. Because what do you got? So you've got learn how to manage. Mm-hmm. What are you doing when you're managing? Talking to people. You're talking to people. Mm-hmm. So learning how to speak would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And the better you are at writing, typically the more literate you can be in speaking. Yeah. And so, and also sending professional emails. Dude. I noticed when I was working with like stable living and I'd be sending out emails to like higher up people and other people in like organizations, mm-hmm. people with like the state and um, like different care organizations, half of them are idiots. Mm-hmm. T- like emailing inappropriately, not professionally and stuff like that. N- not inappropriate. They just, they weren't using like the courtesy of email like your yeah. emailing should be a certain way 
and they weren't using that. They used it as almost like a text platform. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. This is not professional. And um, and so that like that is another thing that, of of education that we're not taking serious mm-hmm. to become a career. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Sorry. Uh, to play off of that, one, I don't like universities. Not co- not just colleges, universities specifically. Ah, that's a really good way to put it. Yep, because CVTC has some really good shit going on there. Um, when So you went to a tech college for a year? Year and a half. Year and a half. Best experience. So like I said, one out of my nine classes. So I said, yeah, like, oh, so my best classes, mm-hmm. I would say eight out of my nine best classes were all at the tech. And that was my whole freshman year. I went to MATC in Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, and those, I learned way more in those classes than I did at any of the university college mm-hmm. classes I went to. Um, like this would, this is what goes to show you. So my freshman year, I took, um, a zoology class, mm-hmm. uh, learned about animals and shit. Um, I got an A in that class. Yes. You know what my grades were at all my university level classes. Yeah. All my biology, microbiology, all those, I got fucking C's. It made no sense how I could go from getting like almost straight A's at MATC to a C average at the university. So don't quote me on this. Mm -hmm. When I was at the tech, I think I had one C Mm -hmm. and that was in statistics. Almost every other class was A's and there's a couple B's sprinkled in. Mm Mm-hmm. I was high threes. Yeah. High to, high to mid threes for all three semesters. Yeah. <clears throat> My university experience was not like that. It was not even close, no. dude. And the amount I learned at the tech, <clears throat> uh, tenfold what I learned at the university. Oh, 100%. And I spent, I spent four years at university. Spent four years at university. I spent a year and a half at the tech. I learned so much more in a year and a half than those four years. Mm-hmm. I think universities are the biggest money grab and mm-hmm. the biggest joke ever. Yep. And I don't <laughs> if so self educate so education, mm-hmm. if you want to educate yourself to get better in a career, the tech is where to go. Hundred percent. Tech colleges. Yep. Um also on top of that, uh there was one UW system school. I don't remember which one it was. Uh, when COVID hit, they did some free online courses. Stevens um, Point. It was Stevens Point. Okay. Um, so I actually had all of the managers of Stable Living uh, take their management um, course. Uh, and I think only like four out of the seven of us completed it. And it was yeah. like a free training that we got a certificate and everything at the end of it. Um. Uh, that was actually really good. You took it too. Yeah, I did. Yeah, me, you, and two other people took it, and then there was three people who didn't even take it. Mm, and they, one of them was one of the people that like was begging for, like training, mm-hmm. and then they didn't even finish it. And they had three months to finish it. Three mm-hmm. freaking months, and they didn't. So yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of like free places you can learn stuff um, and get like those certificates. Don't I mean they, I don't know how much they actually mean, but I'm sure if you. So Put it I on your resume of like, oh, I took this at this and this through this. 
if more so this is this is where this is where it gets interesting mm-hmm. i think i think we have too many uneducated people yes and me have i've seen what like a management certificate entails cuz i like looked at some of the management certificates and stuff because when i was there some of the people that were in my like night classes were like in their 40s, 50s. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're here getting a management certificate because our company wants to promote us. Um, and we actually, like, we don't get the full pay and we don't get the, like, full title until we complete this certificate. And the certificate was, like, four courses. Oh, wow. Uh, two management, uh, like, a, I can't remember. It was, like, two management. Maybe it was a speech and the other one was... Like a writing or something. Okay. Yeah. Or no, it was a computer. It was a I uh whatever the fuck. Anyways, they had to do like four courses. And me being in the I, I took I took both the management classes they had to take and then I took I know I remember I I took ended up taking the other ones too, and so I could have gotten the certificate myself, but I was just planning on getting like the management degree. Yeah. But I took the stuff and I'm like, dude, the amount these people just learned, mm-hmm. if they took it seriously, will they won't even be the same type of person mm-hmm. stepping into this new role. Yeah. And, um, but, but what, what I, why I say this is a problem. People will put on like indeed for job postings, um, need a bachelor's degree, need yeah. a master's degree. Dude, a degree almost means nothing. Yeah. Like, too many people have them now. Too many people have them. I, I can't like I barely remember anything from my degree. Like I haven't I haven't I've just been working. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been doing shit. My like my my muscle for like what I learned back then, almost everything I learned is gone. Yeah. The only shit I have that I still use is the shit I use all the time, which is like management, accounting, and you know, the speech and writing. But like so much of the shit from education, I don't remember. I don't remember most of the little shit. I don't remember how to do like a fucking business model canvas and all sorts of shit. Um, so there's so much stuff that it doesn't even matter, especially if you're 34. Let's say you're 30 years old. You're eight years out of school. Mm-hmm. You know, anywhere from six to eight years out of school. How much shit you remember from school still if you haven't been practicing? Right. Um, that's what like I want to kind of look at some of my like microbiology notes because I don't remember a lot of the stuff that I. But you don't even need to know that shit. I know, but I mean, I got a degree in it. It'd kind of be nice to know, remember some of it. Not, I mean, if, sure, but mm. dead space. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe I don't know. It, when you look at that shit, it doesn't mean much. Mm-hmm. So people put too much weight on like a bachelor's or master's where if you're like, oh, you got a management certificate and you've been managing for five years, you got a career. Yeah. And that person is going to step into the next management role. Typically, typically, this is not a guaranteed thing, but most likely that person will step into a management role and be a lot better than someone that just got a, that has a bachelor's in management. Yep. Yeah, bro. Take the do with the certificate who've been managing for five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like my mom. My mom's been an accountant for 
37 years-ish. Yeah. Not to date her. Um, and uh, she she's so funny because she thinks CPAs are the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you don't know, like a CPA is what the step above an accountant because you have to take a couple um, master's classes to be able to even take the test. Well, you have to have 150 credits and you have to double major to get a CPA. Yeah. So it takes longer, and then it's a course you got to take. And see, so a CPA is like, um, you you get more pay, you get more recognition, you got you can do more things. Yeah. Than an um, accountant. Because what is it, a certified professional accountant or something? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're supposed to have more training and so much more knowledge than just the regular accounting degree my mom has, and she just thinks they're the dumb. Like not all of them. Eva, I know you're out there. Not <laughs> yeah. all CPAs are dumb. Um. <laughs> no. So what's, what what she talks about is exactly what we just said. Mm. People go to school and they get their CPA. Mm. And then they're only practicing accounting for a year or two. Yeah. And then because then they go and they audit Kim because she gets audited every single year. And they correct her on things. And Kim goes, no, this is why you're wrong. And they go, oh, we didn't know that. Yeah. And she's like. I know you didn't know that. I'm teaching you. But she talks about how she doesn't get respect from a lot of CPAs. Mm -hmm. The difference is this. This is exactly what I just explained. Somebody that's been an accountant for 37 years. She only has a four-year degree in accounting, a Mm -hmm. bachelor's in accounting. She doesn't have the CPA status. She's been doing it for 37 years. She gets audited every single year. Mm -hmm. And so when a new auditor... Hits the, um, what's the like the auditing company in town? She she talks about Whipfully, Whipfully I think it is. Yeah. Sure, I don't know. So when a, when a new CPA fresh out of college goes and works for Whipfully, comes over and audits her, mm-hmm. and are telling her things she's doing wrong, she's like, "No, you are wrong. This is why you are wrong." Like, because she's got so much more experience. She's been in. So many freaking audits. How many people have been audited over 30 times, yeah. right? And so that's what she means by it. It's exactly what I just said about the kid fresh out of school with a bachelor's in management. Yep. Up against the dude that's got a certificate and has been managing for the last, well, in this case, 37 years. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude. So, yeah, that. I mean, that's that's that. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. Nice. It's just very interesting to see all that. Um, but yeah, and we're, we kind of got a little off topic of jobs versus careers, I think, but, um, yeah, don't be like upset about if your job is just a job. Um, cause if you want to do better than, and you like the company, then work your way up, try to get some certificates or do some extra trainings or, I mean, you have to like tell obviously your superiors that you're interested in being higher up and working your way up there and so just ask them and see what you can do to make that job a career otherwise if you just like your job and that's all you want it to be then that's fine that's definitely fine um i i loved my time at yankee candle thankfully i started dating sean and told me i had to do better for myself and i so Mm -hmm. i i found some better things and i actually Using my abilities to um, their fullest, which is nice. Uh, but I did enjoy my time as a, like having just a job. It was very stress-free. Um, 
I didn't have to like worry about much. Uh, so, I mean, there are perks to just having a job and not a career, but I would highly suggest if you do want to better yourself to try and strive and make those jobs careers or find something you're truly passionate about and go for those careers. Yes. Mm. I've had a few jobs. Mm -hmm. And they're really good because you learn how to work. Yeah. You can start learning like how to work. You can learn how to like, work with people. You can see how people act, things you should and shouldn't do, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Jobs are important to get you through to find your career. Yeah. Because this is like picking a major. You don't, most people don't know what they're going to do when they're 18. No. And so if you told me to pick a career at 18, I probably would not be too happy right now. Yeah. And so you have to almost try jobs out to figure out what you, you're interested in in careers. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think everybody has a personal duty. Everyone has a personal duty to be their best self. Mm -hmm. And if you're, you know, out of college, you're not taking life seriously you got a job you don't have a career you're not searching for a career mm -hmm. man you should really start questioning what you're doing yeah because you are not living up to your potential by any means you have to think a career is a lot more than just paying the bills yeah a career is like being a helpful member of society and helping like the community be a better place you're living your life as an example. You're training people and teaching people who have a job to teach them how to turn those jobs into careers. Mm -hmm. So you're impacting so many more people than just yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you said, a job, you're just covering your basic needs. Yeah. That's it. I will say, some people, that's all they want is to just have a job. To just go to work, clock in, leave, not have to worry about it. And that's okay. Right. Cause, that is all right. Yeah. Because you got to think like... We'll always have to have the clerks at the checkout lines. No, you're right about that, right? The people stocking shelves. I will say, but here's here's where I'll say the difference comes in. Mm -hmm. You can make that a career. Oh, by becoming a manager and then overseeing those people? No, because a lot of people aren't meant to manage. Mm -hmm. You can be the best damn stalker, though. Like, stalker. The best damn, like, shelf stalker. The best damn clerk. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Am I saying that right? <laughs> You're saying stalker, not stalker. Yeah, stalker, baby. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but so like you can make a – so there's different personality traits. Mm -hmm. You can become the best damn stalker, mm -hmm. the best damn clerk, mm -hmm. the best damn janitor. Those you are still jobs though. Even if you're the best at those positions, I'd still c call those jobs. God damn it, you're right. I think so too. Mm -hmm. And that's not bad. Right. That's true. Mm -hmm. Because you got to think, right? Like It's necessary. We need those people. Mm -hmm. And there are people that are just, like you said, not made to lead or mm -hmm. maybe they're just not good at learning new skills. So, I mean, like it is a personality thing and it is a-okay to be with a job. That's it. That's true. But if honestly, if you want something better for yourself and to like keep improving, 
then you need to start looking for a career and finding that passion um, that fulfills a need that you have. Right. But not all people need have that. Not all people have that. You're right. And, mm-hmm. a lot, and some people, like, they find purpose and fulfillment outside of work. Mm-hmm. And work is just to cover their basic needs so they can be happy outside of work. Yeah. So that's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. You can reach your full potential mm-hmm. by having a job. Yeah. I mean, think about, like, a lot of retired people. They just go and find jobs to keep themselves busy. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Truth that. Look at that. I changed Sean's mind. You did. You did indeed. Good job, babe. That's what I'm here for. Good job. Uh, I think that's what I got. I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I thought there was... Oh, you got your phone. Um, yeah. I I think um, the the world needs both those people. Let's not do computer-generated everything and self-checkout everything. We it, it is nice to have those human interactions and um, stuff like that. So figure out your personality. Do you want a career? Do you want a job? Right. Figure out if your job can be a career if you like it. And go out there and keep uh, improving yourself. Do personal development. Right. What, is, what does Andy always say? It's the biggest uh, personal ex- personal excellence is the uh, number one rebellion. Thank you. So something like that. Yeah, uh, he says it every single day, and I, uh, I always forget what he says. Uh, go ahead and listen to Andy Fursell's most recent episode because he will probably say it. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Oh, personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. There you go. <laughs> I should know, dude. I'm fucking, I'm the 1% of the 1% that listen to that show. Mm, dude, speaking Spotify of tells me. Uh, um, education, so we've talked about multiple, I'm just going to bring this up real quick. We've talked about multiple times how my micro, one of my microbiology professors yeah. always said, in order to control a country, you keep them uneducated and scared. Mm-hmm. And then a couple weeks ago, I sent Sean a post, or I put it in my Instagram story, mm-hmm. actually, and it was about... It was like an interview from like the 50s or 60s. Yes. And it was this guy talking about how if you want to control a population, you keep them uneducated and you make them fear everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no shit. Yep. My micro professor was not the only one to say this. Right. There's a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. If you if you look around, you see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Well, my professor was uh, from Yugoslavia. Mm. or something sure i think that i think that's a country right it is and i can't remember if it was overtaken by russia at some point or dude you're asking the wrong person i know but i'm sure he saw a lot of shit growing up um Mm -hmm. he did also talk about how um like becoming huge alcoholics when you get older is not that much of a thing there because you start drinking wine at a young age I i don't remember what age you start but probably like five i think he said um, you would get a quarter glass of wine and then the rest water. And then as you get older, they slightly increase the wine content. And he's just like, that's what you would just have with dinner. You have your glass of wine. And I was like, huh. And he's just like, yeah, because then when you turn 18 or 16 or whatever the ages, legal drinking ages over there, he's just like, those people don't go out and party because it's just a drink you have with dinner. Right. And I was like, huh. That is a whole new spin on alcohol. It absolutely makes sense. Mm-hmm. Our culture is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Anyways, also. those are just some little tidbits from my microbiology professor. And it was probably the only thing I'll remember from university. <laughs> Love it. 
All right, guys, hope you enjoyed. Hope you learned something. If you have anything you'd like us to talk about, let us know. Yeah. All right. Bye. See ya.